Oh, yeah, man. Hey, now. That's right. Oh, yeah. Checkity check. Yes, we've made it. We're here. All right, man. Finally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy Halloweenus. Oh, yeah. You get Dude, the- terrible, terrible day. <laughs> Oof. You getting the trick-or-treaters already? I- We're going to hear doorbells during this podcast, I promise you, at some point. It's oh, gonna happen. man, I don't-, no, I don't know. I think it's over for now. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, you know, here we live in, you know, uh, kind of, you know, liberal suburbia. So there's all sorts of weird rules where we are. Uh, <clears throat> I was hearing all sorts of rumblings about how you're supposed to, uh, you know, some places you, if you've got the decorations up, okay, then you're going to get the trick-or-treaters, right? They know they can go there. It's a safe place. Or... um there's like apps now where you can like sign up and tell people, uh, you know, come come over here. We're good to go or avoid this. Uh, it's a lot of work, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Do you want my candy or not? I mean, what, what are we doing here? Emma was saying that <clears throat> there are known neighborhoods around the Denver area where parents go to specifically because you got the candies given out to the kids, but... Many of the houses in these neighborhoods are well known for dishing out beer and wine to the parents, right? Which I, I was like, okay, cool. And so I said to Emma, you know, what we need to do is put up an advertisement in front of our house telling people about this neighborhood so we can get all the neighborhood kids and parents to go away from our house and go to this house. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Stay away from here. Like, go to this neighborhood for the beer and wine. If you guys want the king-size bars, go to Cherry Creek. I was just thinking, man, you, could, you should get a dog, dress it up as a kid, and see if you could get the beer and the wine. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Oh, you're saying I should go and just get myself some free beer and wine. Sans free beer kid. and wine. Yeah. I like where your yeah. head is at, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween is upon us. Emma was telling me about her uh, time today. Her They had a lunchtime chili cook-off, and apparently... A good percentage, not everyone, but a, a fair amount, did the whole dressing up for the Halloween, and I thought it was really funny, thinking, you know, here I am. I do work in an office environment, but I work in a warehouse. So there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving around, a lot of lifting, a lot of, you know, making things happen. And I felt, and nobody wore a costume today <laughs> where I work. Not one. Not even like a little face paint. You know what I'm saying? So, uh. Yeah, I don't know. But there should be an age limit, right? Well, no? I was thinking about it actually. And I, I kind of took a look around at lunch when I was running some errands. I had to go to Home Depot to pick up some stuff from my, uh, indoor growing, uh, operation. And, you know, uh, migrants everywhere. All right. <laughs> I'm telling you what. And they're all on the streets, leading, lining the route into Home Depot. And they're just oh you know, yeah, Home Depot. Now it's insane. Oh man, they are they are waving. They're jumping in front of your car, wow. like begging you to just give them money to work or something. I don't know what they want to oh, do. Oh, dude, around here you just you get close to the parking lot. They pick your car up. You feel yes. like it's loading. <laughs> That's right. Carry you into the parking spot. <laughs> there you go, sir. It's insane yes. how many of them there are. But I was running around some errands, and when you're doing errands over at the Home Depot on, like, a Tuesday afternoon, you're getting the Home Depot crowd, the real deal deal Home Depot crowd, guys like Mike, going in there to pick up parts on the fly. And so nary a costume was seen in the Home Depot parking (laughs) lot or in the Home Depot warehouse area. And like I said, in my warehouse, no one chose to bring on a costume. And then Emma's detailing all these, you know, gentlemen my age and older, one hilariously wore a leprechaun suit and another guy was in this costume. Mm. And, you know, you had this person dressed as a cat and whatnot. And I, I was thinking like, well, you know, that is exclusive to like offices and schools, you know, places where you're just indoors working nine to five in this comfortable environment. You probably never have to lift anything outside of a ream of paper from the cabinet to <laughs> refill the printer, you know? Like, well, well, that's that's my problem with it right there. If you go onto any job site that 130 is doing, plumbing, plumbing. Oh, and yeah. uh, you show up with a leopard outfit, and then yes. by the end of the day, you still have this fully intact leopard outfit. Yeah. 
They're, they're going to look at you and be like, we're paying you how much? And you could walk around all day in a leopard outfit and not get it dirty, torn up. And, uh, the fuck off my job site. Wait, That's what I'm saying. I mean? no, exactly. It. Nobody's going to dress this way if they work at a real hard, actual labor job. So that's that's how you know the difference between an individual. If you encounter them on a Tuesday and they're wearing a costume, you know what kind of work they do. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I forgot who I was telling that the last five jobs I've had, they've given me every like every winter they've given me a Carhartt jacket. I have like twelve Carhartt jackets because every job I have, they just give me like that's when you know they know they're just gonna put you in shitty conditions. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They oh, never yeah. gave me a button up. They never gave me a tie or a... <laughs> no, no, no. It's a fucking the thickest winter Carhartt jacket you can get. They're not Here giving you, you those uh, hemp sachets to go grocery shopping at the Whole Foods, <laughs> no. right? <laughs> the, the water bottle, like, you know what I mean? A mouse pad. Like, That's nah. right, Here's this Carhartt jacket. You're going to wear it out, so we'll give you another one next year. So uh, I had a secondary chore to add on to my little rendezvous over at the Home Depot, I had to go to the local King Supers and procure some candied goods for the local kids uh, running around the neighborhood this afternoon. And I had to call Emma. That's how difficult they have made this choice now. There are so many combinations, and I go in there with the task of, you know, well, you want to get something you know, that everybody likes, and, you know, the, the chocolate with the, the sweet stuff. All right, so I'm in there. And, you know, you got the, you got the Snickers with the Butterfinger, and then it's got the uh, Twizzlers, and, but then it's got, like, the Whoppers that nobody eats. You know what I'm saying? Like, why'd they stick the Whoppers in there? And then you go to the second bag, or let me see what's over here. And it's got, like, the Hershey Kisses, and, you know, uh, they're tossing in the Swedish fish, and it's just getting really weird in this bag, so I'm going to go to the next aisle over Did here. Did you like, say Swedish? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a communist. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm it's saying. Gonna, Get out of here, this man. Bag? What do I What is this like? bag good for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I can assume they're all andronymous in that side. Uh, that <laughs> is it andronymous? I don't even know the word anymore. Uh, and so, Andronymous Andr- Rex? I think that was a dinosaur. But... <laughs> that's right. One of the Brad Pitt ones. Then I Not finally, like, you know, I know Emma loves the Starburst. I'm looking for the one with the Starburst. Oh, Mix yeah. into I was just about it. To say that. I finally find the Starburst one, right? I'm like, yes, I grab it. And then I'm walking away. Success, man. I'm going to mix this one with the classic M&Ms and the mixed with the Snickers, you know? And then I, I finally, I take a look at what I'm holding in my hand and it's a. Uh, Dios de muerte bag of, and so everything's like Hispanic lime and you know fructose mango like col- flavors, yeah, the flavors you've never heard of in Starburst. I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? I just want some freaking Starburst, dude. Everything has chili powder on oh, it. Oh, it's reason. all over the place, man. The oh, yeah, Dios de yeah. muerte, like, dude, no. Oh man, this is America, dude. Can't we just get some American cake? So I go back and I scan the aisle and. I just get the solo bag of the Starburst, and I came home. You know what? I was a hero. I saved the day. I got the right stuff, man. I got back to work. I was sweating. I was, like, red in the face. I was a little, like, kind of (laughs) upset. It was kind of stressful, man. You're you're overthinking it, man. You should always just get a lot of what you like because you're going to be eating most of it. You know, no, no, I don't eat. I don't eat candy. Yeah, I don't really eat a lot of candy either. I do not eat. I stood there. I went to that. Yeah. Trust me. I, I went through the alphabet of, you know, concepts in my mind on what I should purchase here. And I definitely scanned through, like, the just get what you like, man. And then I was looking there at what I liked. I didn't like anything. It all looked like crap, too. See, I always go for the bag of the uh, variations of Skittles. But now no. Skittles are illegal. No, dude, the one Skittle bag mixed in with the other bags was the Diolos de Muerte fucking bag, dude. Nah, it was like, uh, they had you went to you went to some bullshit vegan store or something. You gotta go to no, the no, no, you're slightly you off. To a I was in a store <laughs> where it's like they got the they got the variations of the Skittles tropical, Skittles original. The problem, Skittles, uh, tropical, the problem, know, I understand. Problem here is that I decided to do this during work. I happened to work in South Denver. It's a certain type of demographic mm. that uh, lives in the area where I work. You know what I'm saying? So they mm. kind of angled, I think, their whole 
de muerte day a, towards, <laughs> towards a the... little bit of a demographic switch south of that border uh, <laughs> i see what you're saying um uh, picking up what you're putting down <laughs> yeah so you know i was just a little out of my elements but i i made do i figured it out and uh everybody was happy in the end and I, i'm assuming we'll get about a half a dozen maybe more uh groups of kids coming through they'll reach and pull handfuls and we'll have enough candy to last till next halloween wow my wow. my assumption that's how it always goes man you know well, what I'm i was saying? cussing you out because uh remember when you told me that's not a thing anymore with the cars they yes. literally shut down this main artery going north and south that apparently nobody knew they were shutting down except for the people that did it at this school. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah. <laughs> For this uh, car picnic, car uh, trick or treating. I don't so. get it. I thought this was a very specific COVID lockdown kind of deal. Like I recall when the uh, no. lockdowns were somewhat lifted, people like kind of came out in full force for the Halloween. That like first Halloween where people felt okay. And for those that don't know, like. When you go east to west from from downtown, you, you go through the whole spectrum, the whole rainbow, you know, from black to white. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll let you guess which neighborhood was doing this. The fucking white neighborhood. Oh, I, t- <laughs> I thought you had, I actually thought you had a sound clip of some sort. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to guess. You let me down there. It's all right. Folks, this is a professional show. We know what we're doing here. All right? That was fantastic. Been a rough day. Oh, man. Well, you know, I told you I was stressed out. I've been sweating. I had to pick candy for 20 minutes during lunch. It's usually my zen time where I go to the park, read a book, get a little sunshine action. And today, I got to say, we had the plummeting of the Arctic blast over the weekend. And here we are, 50 degrees, sunny skies, not a chemtrail to be seen, my man. It was gorgeous out. Uh, lucky. I can't wait for that to come here, dude. We're getting the Arctic blast now. That's right. So the, cold. The deal with the Colorado, when they don't chemtrail and geoengineer the skies all murky, uh, the wintertime, very tolerable, super enjoyable. Actually, <laughs> well, on a, no joke, it can be in the 40s to 50s, in that range, 45 to 55. You don't have a wind, and you're so high up in the sky, you got that sun beating down, it, it feels 65, man. You, f- you can be out there with a t-shirt and feel mm. really good. It's, uh, it's a whole different dynamic than being sea level in Chicago. 55 here with the sun, very different than 55 down in uh, the slums of Chi-Town, I tell you what. Ah, uh, 55 here feels great. What are you talking about? Well, that's because you all weigh 300 pounds. You see, there's, <laughs> a, there's a slight difference. Uh, we are just so fat and miserable, dude. It's getting really out. You got to see the people walking around this place. Oh, man. I can... It is... Dude, I literally thought I was in an episode of The Office. One of the uh, elevators at a school was shut down for inspection. Oh, yeah. The amount of cussing and, like... <laughs> oh, no, man. What, yeah. What do you mean the elevators, bro? You know what I mean? It was like, dude, what, what do you mean? Like, you, you literally have nothing wrong with you except you're fat. You're saying we have to take the stairs? Take the stairs? Take the stairs? <laughs> take the stairs? <laughs> and, all, and all of them are like yelling at everything. Dude, I'm the one that has to carry tools and equipment up these stairs. You just have to carry your fat ass. You know? <laughs> and you do it one time. I'm running up and down these stairs all day trying to get this thing uh, flowing. You know? Oh, man. That's too good. I, I'm just imagining just a pool of human beings just piled up there at the elevator, like, just losing their minds. Like, what do you mean it's <laughs> shut down? You know, like, just sweating and getting pissed off, man. Yeah, that's a Chicago moment, and then, no doubt. Oh, uh, and then there's always, like, the skinny young bitch that comes up and, like, tries to, like, cheer them on, you know? Like, it's literally <laughs> a fucking, like, cartoon, dude. Like, come on, guys. Oh, you're doing great. This is going to be great exercise for everybody. You know, it's like, dude, no, you need... People just need to start telling the truth. Hey, fat ass, you're blocking the goddamn stairwell. Move. Wow. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Uh, Honestly, they need to just shut down elevators more often once in a while. Inspire folks to, you know, sweat it a little bit up those stairs. It should be, are you carrying something heavy? Are you handicapped? You're just fat? 
stairs. I mean, dude, I pull up to these schools and there are there are no handicap spots because they're all taken up by the teachers. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're all vaccine injured. That's the problem. They're fucking McDonald's injured, dude. Myocarditis, you know. (laughs) It's Harold's and Church's injured. They got that face (laughs) paralysis, whatever Justin Bieber has. I'm telling you, all of them. (laughs) All the teachers are vaxxed up the wazoo. Of course, they they gotta all be uh, handicapped at this point, man. It's it's, it's a little disgusting. I don't know. How do you guys take up all the handicap spots? Yeah. Dude. That is pretty shocking. Just and fat. Yeah, I like, know. Just fat. That like, is I mean, a very Midwest specific phenomenon, from what I recall. You do not get a lot of the obese human getting out of the handicapped parking spot. I can't believe you get a handicap sticker for being fat. Well, like that is the ultimate. We don't, you know, we've you given up with you as a society. In all fairness, you are disabled. At a certain point, like when you get to an obesity level, I know. Level, okay, but if I, if I, Frank, if I literally just go turn on my turn on my table saw and run my hand through it just because I wanted to, right? Like nobody should feel bad for me. Sure, when I don't have a hand. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I that's I, a, I should have get special treatment because I don't have a hand now that I fucking cut it off. And I don't think you would. You'd end up probably replacing it with some sort of claw or hook or some sort of stabbing device. I imagine. I'd go bionic. Yeah, I'm going bionic. I'd do the, the neural link. Sign me up. I saw a guy, I was on a jog in Denver, and I probably brought this up on the show recently, but he rode past me on a bike with like one or two. I was so shocked by the one, I don't know what was going on, but he had, he was an amputee riding a bike. He was in great shape, and I just, I can't get that image out of my mind of an amputee just like rocking on a bike. Like wow, tearing yeah. up a bike path, man. You know, and I, you know, th- anybody out there, whatever your excuse is to continue being a fat slug, it's an excuse. That's all it is. We got amputees. Yeah, we got amputees. Especially if you're handicapped. <laughs> yes, man. Because of your fatness. Like, that's not a handicap. My point being know. is that amputee probably didn't roll out of a fucking handicap spot when he put his bike on top of his car with his one arm. Yeah. Well, plus it kind of goes against what you guys are saying, because I thought fat was beautiful. Now it's handicapped? I don't know. We all did see the Lizzo video clip of her doing the Tina Turner mm. impression that may have changed a lot of impre- you know, ideas about oh, what the uh, fat maybe is. Maybe they did it so they don't have to repair as much asphalt, because if they all just walk that <laughs> short distance, then you don't have to repair the whole parking lot. <laughs> fat fucking cows. <laughs> that image of Lizzo, I can't shake it from my mind, man. <laughs> I mean, she was shaking. That's why I can't shake it. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Might as well call it Eddie Money. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of shaking it from my mind and being unable to do so, we were digging hard last couple episodes into this kind of unshakable nerve we have with the COVID stuff and how uh, it just really couldn't escape our minds. And I mentioned it over the weekend, and I just didn't have time to really dig too far into it. But uh, the New York, uh, I forgot what university is a part of, NYC something, whatever. Uh, Scott Galloway, the dude that was on uh, Bill Maher. Um, did you, um, we, we breezed over it, but it's, it was trending on the X, formerly known as Twitter, and I thought you would maybe enjoy it because we were dishing on this quite a bit after our show, actually, uh, which is the... Oh, I, I think everybody, if you really want to know Bill Maher, don't watch the show. Go listen or go watch the uh, After Time. Yes, yeah, so this one slipped whatever. under my radar because it was on their After Post Show thing where they uh, brought on uh, the Bromo Cuomo, and he was up Cuomo, there. Dude. I can't believe... They're making him a hero. You know, they're... They, <laughs> I, know. He, I don't know if you caught the interview, but... He brought Cuomo on to sell like an idea or a book about how he was basically like innocent and they they took him out politically with all those sexual assaults. And it's like, do you not understand you killed tens of thousands of elderly people in the nursing homes? Like, like we we hold you very specifically accountable for killing tens of thousands of elderly people in those nursing homes, man. Do you not 
Does this not get through your thick freaking skull? <laughs> It's not the fact that you made bad decisions, made mistakes. Everybody does. You fucking wrote a book about it, about how great you were and how you made no mistakes. You did the OJ book in the middle of doing the murder. It's unbelievable, man. <laughs> you still had the blood on your hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, gloves. That's right. The if I locked them in, and you were locking them in. If I locked them in. It's so insane, dude. If I locked them and groped them. <laughs> the thing about Cuomo and the reason why I know they want to bring him back is he's the last masculine man on the left. You think so? That's it. Who else is actually banging women with vaginas? <laughs> <laughs> and he still has a dick. You're right. Like, is he? I don't know. He just he's like a. You're calling him masculine, Frank. No, I'm saying Joe Biden took on corn pop. Dude, I'm telling you, he's what's left. Look at the Democratic Party. Cuomo's like the only masculine-ish looking guy no. there. Yes. What about uh, the guy from here, uh, Dick Durbin? <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> Everyone's a doughboy. Dick's in the name. Everybody's a doughboy or some soft. You know, gay fellow. Oh, God. Oh, uh, God. Oh, no. you just... If you just Google Democratic men, you get CNN, top 10 Democratic rising stars. This is great. Yeah, they're all pussies. Yes. No, they're uh, half of Corey them Booker is the ma- most manly uh, one okay, put, in the book. Yeah, I'll put him up there. He looks manly. He has stature of some sort, right? It looks... Like oh, he's got Rashida Tlaib. Yeah, that, that looks like a man. She has a thick mustache. Absolutely. I think she fits in there. <laughs> for sure. That fella belongs in any lineup. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I bet her knuckles are just as hairy as, as the guys are, you know? That's not your mother. It's a man, baby. <laughs> Equality. Yes. Oh, man. Actually, you know what? Side by side, she might be Cory Booker in a wig. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think this is Rashida Tlaib I'm looking at. It's another ugly bitch. Uh, the whole squad is is a rough image, uh, grouped together and even separated. However, uh, Scott Galloway was on the panel. They did this afterthought thing, and he uh, threw out this uh, not apology, which is worse about it in my opinion, but he kind of is saying uh, he wants everybody's forgiveness, forgiveness for people on the left being Nazis about COVID. Well, I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy, and in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the, the damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our, our great people the CDC, I'd like to think the governor, we were all operating with imperfect information, and we were doing our best. So Actually, no, you had the same info as us, and there were many of us who thought you were crazy. Oh, no, no, Frank, wait a minute. I don't think he had, um, what's it called? The internet? Right. Did he not have the internet? Alternative sources. Yes, man, yeah. Mm. The problem is I uh, enjoy a little Alex Jones once in a while. Uh, He warned me decades earlier to never take the vaccine when they lock us down and force it upon us. It's, it's, I love the clip. Yeah, we were wrong. We We were were wrong. We're assholes. We're monsters! Yeah. yeah, we were the Nazis! Yeah! We ruined a whole generation! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. No, this is good stuff. But let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's hold each other accountable. But let's bring... You're right. I want to learn from it and hold you and everybody else accountable. It's called... Uh, accountable. It's called we uh, shave your heads, we tar and feather you, we march you down uh, the main streets of every major city to the gulags, and we hang all of you in front of the entire world to see. That's how we solve this. This is how we never let COVID ever happen again. We hang everyone who sold it to us. That means the media, the politicians, Fauci, everyone involved at the CDC, we hang them all. 
It's called Nuremberg, folks. No, no, that's a little extreme. I'd be happy with just you people are now deplatformed. Remember how you deplatformed everybody because they were spreading dangerous misinformation? Now it is provable that you knowingly spread disinformation. So you all should be deplatformed now. We sh- you should no longer be able to speak to the public. Absolutely. And that's a great call. And that's why people listen to our show here. You get two sides of the coin. You get deplatform versus hang them all. <laughs> and if you land somewhere in the middle, I understand. <laughs> yeah, but the, the worst part is, how are you guys? Did you learn from it? Did you give uh, Scott Galloway, Mr. Galloway, did you give back all the money you made during COVID doing speeches and everything? And, right. Or, uh, Absolutely. You know what I mean? No, nobody learned their lesson. That's the problem. Nobody fucking apologized for it. And let me ask you something. That what really killed me is Bill Maher goes after Candace Owens because she did some stupid tweet about the moon landing, right? Yeah, man. Uh, okay, Bill Maher. I have three years of record of uh, three years of record. You believing one hundred percent in COVID? All bullshit. Good call. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So now I got to believe you about climate change. Oh, you're right about climate change because the same scientists and the same researchers and all the information and all my uh, Frank, all the data is the same data for COVID. Is this the same researchers? I don't know, man. Kind of sounds like you guys are wrong about everything. And you could never (laughs) show me the scientist who gave you the wrong information. Mr. Scott, fine. I will. It's it's just like when a. uh, just like when the DEA finds you selling drugs, we'll let you off when you give us the bigger guy. So, Scott, you're not off the hook until you tell us what scientists were you listening to. Mm. I want those scientists. Let's hang those scientists. And then when they tell us who was giving <laughs> them the marching order to lie about the information, we'll go after that guy. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's go up this chain. And we obviously use hang in jest because we no longer do it. And there is no such Except thing as treason Mike anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Pence probably. <laughs> no, but... Uh, but it is something we ha- have done in the past. Just check out the Nuremberg uh, trials there. <clears throat> and this is a raw nerve for a lot of people. The reason being is the no apology. The fact that you guys want to just move on with life. And here's the deal. Th- let me break it down the best way I can why people like us are so upset about it still to this day. Because here we are. You were wrong. We were right. And what happened in this scenario? We have forgiven you and we have all moved on. But if the tables were switched, if this was reversed, and we were wrong and you were right, you were going to have us in encampments. You were going to enslave us and force us to take your poison. That's the worst part. And I'm not even saying proven right or proven wrong. I'm just saying it ended up, you know, being accepted that we were right. Publicly. Thanks to Jon Stewart coming out from under the... It does come down Ironically, to John Stewart. That, yes. that was like what—that's like what broke it all. Not to us, dude. It was like all of us were screaming from the rooftops, and then John Stewart comes out from under the desk, and our people, like our parents, then were like, oh, "You know, did you hear about this lab?" <laughs> <laughs> it's not only that. I mean, they're guys like myself with the tinfoil hats, right at the get-go, saying, "Please don't take that shot. It's poison." It's some sort of program to kill everybody. Don't take it. There's nothing good about this. We are slowly being proved correct on that one. And that should scare the shit out of everybody. And, and, and all you fucking people out there that have two fucking shots in your body, right? And you're telling me, no, the shot was good. Then why didn't you get your booster? Well, yeah, the same people that told you to get the shots are now telling you to get the booster. Why were they right about the two that you took, but they're wrong about all the other ones? Absolutely. Huh? Well, the reason I mean, being is the censorship, man. I mean, we were censored on every level. Our podcast has been censored on multiple uh, yeah, outlets. Like, it's still censored. We're not allowed in Canada anymore. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot going on in this kind of medium in in media where, you know, it's easy to just have your channel of information and then anybody who is able to branch out and find other kind of you know, alternative information, well, they can be easily deemed the other and segregated from society and forced into their, uh, you know, internment camps, did, which is they, what they wanted. They did such a good job. Dude, like, no matter what you would bring to the to your loved ones, like information, they would they'd be like, Michael, 
I'm listening to the CDC. In the <laughs> That's World right. Health Organization. Who <laughs> you're listening to Alex Jones. Yes. Yeah, and I'd be like, and I'd be like, no, no, no. It's, it's this guy who they fired right before the pandemic from the World Health Organization. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, no, no, no. This is the guy that invented the technology for the for the vaccine. I mean, yes, dude. Don't, don't listen to Mike the Plumber. Listen to the guy Mike the Plumber is trying to show you. Well, you know, you know scratch Mike the Plumber. Listen to Doctor Mike Eden, who was on Doctor Drew's show this week and discussed uh, in great detail how these vaccines, as they're digging into what's inside them, it's very clear that they were designed either in complete negligence or purposefully to destroy people's immune systems. Wow. I mean, and this guy, Eden, is intense. He used to be the CEO of Pfizer or on the board of Pfizer. And for the last year plus, he's been screaming from the rooftops to anyone who's willing to put him onto their platform that uh, that this has all been a coordinated effort by the CDC, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, and Pfizer, Big Pharma, and the, the various governments around the world connected to NATO, this is a depopulation program. This is democide. That's what they're going for. It's crazy. Mm. And the reason nobody was able to hear about it is because everything was fucking censored for two years and blocked. And if you tried to work your way around those censorships, you were deemed a fascist. And what's interesting is I got a hot, breaking, fresh-off-the-press clip, man. It doesn't get any hotter than this. I got Elon on Joe Rogan Experience from today. Oh, wow. I just saw that came out. Wow. That's right, folks. We don't mess around on the Dude Man podcast. Shout out to the production crew. What's that? I know. Oh, that's 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 me. All right, so uh, that was, <laughs> he did Great a good job. job. Yeah, all right. yeah, I felt good about it. So uh, we got a little <laughs> Elon, and I thought this was a little interesting. Uh, I guarantee you there's so much to unpack from this interview. I can't wait to do a little deep dive when I have some free time tomorrow night, but I was able to peruse and find uh, some hot clips floating around that people were into. I dug further than the top headlines because we all know, folks, here on The Dude Man, we are all about the headlines. (laughs) We live for them, Frank. That's right, folks. (laughs) And so this will be a headline tomorrow, I promise you. This is Elon discussing how Twitter was state-run media. The re- yeah, the the degree to which and and by, by the way, Jack didn't really know know this, but the degree to which Twitter was simply um, an arm of the government was not well understood by the public, and uh, it it was there was no it was whatever the official government. I mean, it was like Pravda basically, um, you know, it's a state publication is the way to think of old Twitter. It was a state publication. There, there was there was uh, basically oppression of. Um, any any views that would even I would say be considered middle of the road, um, but certainly anything on the the right. I'm not talking about like like far right. I'm just talking mildly right. The people like Republicans were suppressed at ten times the rate of Democrats. Um, now that's because uh, old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left. It was like completely controlled by the the, the far left, and. That's why I say, like, you know, like San Francisco Berkeley is a niche ideology. It's hard to say, like, is there a place that's more far left than San Francisco Berkeley? Maybe Portland. Maybe Portland, but it's like it's a right kind, there. It's yeah, like it's equivalent. those two places are the the most far left places uh, in America. Yes. Um, so f- from their standpoint, everything is to the right, <laughs> including moderates. Right. <laughs> right. So that now. If 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 you internalize a far left position, uh, everything seems wrong to you. That if that is not far left, right? And so they naturally oppressed any anything that didn't agree with their views. Yeah, that's what we went uh, uh, through the last several years. Is and I'm not just talking about COVID. Think about all the banning and all the stuff that has gone on with anyone who spoke out against critical race theory or the uh, Mao transgenderism trannies, that's going on with the oh, trannies. Dude. I mean, it's just a. It's, Think about all the elections, dude. Yeah, well, they even they, uh, you're uh, psycho, Obama bro. won because he was the first social media. They even say it. Well, and you're you psycho. Know? I immediately was thinking first thing, uh, the. F- Maybe the biggest story to ever be suppressed on Twitter and all of media, including news, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story, which was released 
right in time. It was the October surprise for I the know. election. And the reason the October surprise didn't surprise anyone is because nobody read about it. Because it was literally suppressed and blocked from all media. And they're still suppressing it. It's, it's insane. That was literal election interference. I mean, they messed with the election. Just also, was indicting the guy nine times and nine on ninety-one felonies in four different districts. I have not well you here. Know? I mean, I have another. And then, and then, <laughs> and then we got to watch Bill Maher. Cuomo comes on with this chick. Who the fuck? This chick writes a book about how he's not a molester. I mean, how much was he paying you for this? And then, you know, and then nobody in that audience, nobody on that stage realized we just gave a woman ten million dollars. She can't even remember the year Donald Trump raped her. <laughs> Nobody sees the irony. <laughs> Nobody sees the irony. It's amazing stuff, right, man? I mean, this is... Th oh, it's like they just came out with this story. These, it's just like they brought these women out of the woodwork and attacked me for no reason because they didn't like me. <laughs> oh, no, no, but when they attack Donald Trump, it's real. Donald Trump's real, and uh, who's the British guy? Russell Brand. Russell, Those stories wow, are real. Wow, dude, that one definitely disappeared though oh he's on the island with Zelensky crying wondering how they could get back in the headlines <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> poor Zelensky man he can't catch a break right now <laughs> I got your back brother that's why I brought you up he's all you're now the out. writer strike <laughs> <laughs> he's all coked out he's got nobody to give him money anymore <laughs> oh these are the dark days of the coke binge when it's starting to run low, you Dude. know, the parties are over, the oh, hookers yeah. are leaving. It's 4 a.m., you're out of blow. That's right. Uh, dude, he's, uh, I'm telling you, it's a bad time for Ukraine. I did not see anything on Ukraine at all, anywhere. And I, I cruised through all the major networks. I'm all about the headlines. And I was really just trying to, you know, actually dig, like, come on, what's going on? What happened to... Modern day Hitler. I thought we were fighting Hitler, man, for the freedom of democracy. What happened fighting for the for you know for us to live, man? You didn't see the viral clip of uh, Zelensky that was going around. Is it where he's all jacked on coke? He looks really coked out. I'm just. It I does look wanna, no, yeah. the one that just came out today. I, I did not see he, it. No. He, he threatened the entire Western world if we keep ignoring him. He might actually start a war in Ukraine. <laughs> actually fight a war you know <laughs> uh the problem and the sad part is is uh, Zelensky will always now be remembered at least in his home country and by his home people as a guy who ruined their country mm. I mean he yeah. he made it a proxy war he allowed these imperial forces to just wreak havoc for over a year to and nothing was accomplished. Ukraine they won. literally just laundered money through your yes. Country. My point being is for the people of Ukraine, the Ukrainians who are there suffering through whatever's going on, we have no idea still to this day. Uh, but <clears throat> whatever has happened or was happening in Ukraine, the people suffered for it and they get nothing out of it because all, after all this destruction, while nobody was paying attention. BlackRock and all these uh, major conglomerates rolled in there and bought up all the land. They're just going to build, man. It's a huge contracting opportunity. Yeah, they own the world. Oh, oh BlackRock yeah. owns the world. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty crazy to me that nobody realizes that they rubbleized Ukraine. Major corporations that are linked to everybody here and wherever. It does, there's no countries anymore. It's just com companies coming companies. in and making money, man. That's what it all is. The war itself was just weapons companies making money, and now the uh, the contracting companies are going to come in and make some money. That's what it I is. Think they, I think they said there's only like three or four states, three or four states that have, states that have a bigger GDP than BlackRock. It's 
crazy. I can see the headlines from the future now. Obama's chef in Ukraine drowns in the lake of uh, whatever is in Ukraine. <laughs> lake Don, Lake Donbass. Was, was he fucking Obama too? And <laughs> Lake Donbass. Tragic. No video cameras. Nobody saw anything. <clears throat> Ah, uh, poor Ukraine. Yeah, no, but that's crazy with Elon Musk, man. Everybody knew it. I'm glad it's finally confirmed that everything you were seeing online was just geared towards Democrats. They're pushing you a certain direction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <clears throat> at state media, he there's some other quotes that were flowing around. Uh, I'm sure people have seen them, uh, where he's he's straight up saying this is state media, folks, or at least it was <clears throat> before he allegedly took over. I have a hard time. Still to this day, fully believing Elon is the richest man in the world, and he has a contract with the Department of Defense. And you know, I feel like maybe he's entwined with our government on some level. Yeah, but maybe that's why they. He's like, no, no. Look what they did. We need to get the trannies and we need to get all this shit off. We need to get our. Maybe the Department (sighs) of Defense is like, we need soldiers. In all fairness, too, Elon, family man, he does have, like, 11 children with five different women around this world, so he probably wants to see a world where these kids could grow up, right? And And take note, Megan Fox, when he has one that's a tranny, okay, that's statistically reasonable. Does he? (laughs) But does he? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? That's a huge deal. He does have a tranny kid. All right. Yeah, it's like a big fight with the mom. Is it the one that's, like, um, Grimes, the, the pop star? I, the the wife. It, well, yeah, he has so. multiple, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, the kid's Ladies. name was Wilson. Now he goes by Jenna. All right. See, this is um, I believe it must have something to do with social media, right? It's it. There's no way, you know. It's just because where's the where does Grimes? Grimes is a UK individual. I believe she lives in England or something. She's she's a British lady. If I'm not mistaken. Not sure. Not sure who that is. Grimes, she's Grimes is an interesting oh. lady. So Frank, we gotta listen to this headline. This is such I'm a good. I'm excited headline. for this. Oh yeah, Elon Musk lost his transgender daughter because <laughs> neo Marxists. I don't know if they're calling him a neo Marxist. Yeah, I'm confused, but we'll roll with it. I like it. I don't know. It's just a great one, but I'm trying to figure out. Uh, okay, the so daughter. she's she's old now though. Grimes or the daughter, the the, daughter. He, the lady fella daughter son. Okay. Grimes, well, then maybe it's not the Grimes kid because I feel like Grimes, they just had some fresh kids. But why she's interesting to me is, and this was going around the Twitter sphere and internet world for quite some time during the pandemic, which is right before the lockdowns, she had a very unique and bizarre music video. And I think she tweeted out, or it was part of the video where she shows a stone tablet with all these strange hieroglyphic type engravings and they happen to actually some of them actually look like the covid virus that everyone was seeing and then there's these needles like three shots or three boosters and like there's all these weird inscriptions that kind of predict the future essentially of what was going to happen and so the stuff that comes after it the hieroglyphics after the covid symbols and the needles there's like nuclear war and poisoning symbols and all this stuff so it's kind of weird and she was mingling and having children with the richest man in the world a guy who has the boring company where he's quite literally boring into the earth and creating a tunnel syndrome uh system you know below the united states i i can assume speaking of which elon man we need a tunnel from downtown to the northwest suburbs please Please. <laughs> you know what that but that could play along with my concept of the being licensed to drive the highway. The highways are gone, right? They're lost. Leave them to the the Cretans and in the mongrels and all the idiots out there that are just flying around like assholes. Let's create underground systems. They probably already exist. I'm probably just describing something that the elite use already. I think the Simpsons did it already when Homer becomes one of the stone whatever masons, you know, and he he pushes a button and he leaves traffic and he drives under an underground tunnel. Like, we must have that if we don't already. We need it, man. And you should be able to get licensed to drive the secret tunnels that go around humanity. Dude, you know you're right because, dude, I go to these fucking houses, right? 
<laughs> that are in like like the really rich, huh? I'm talking twenty million dollars. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I'm there riding out the sewer line. The dude is working out in his home gym. It's a quarter to nine. You know what I mean? That's right. It's like, is this guy rolling into work at eleven o'clock? Oh, or sure. Does he have some secret like Ooh. path to get there? Yeah. You know, he's got to be because because I think about it like it happens. It's every single one of these guys. But how many of these assholes have I worked for? And they're always on time. They're on time enough to know that I'm not on time. This kind of um, (laughs) well, this leans into I was thinking about something today as I was traversing myself around downtown Denver. I know it fairly well on my own. And so I don't need to take the Google Maps or the Waze or any of those uh, GPS uh, goofball uh, websites, but I do know where they always take you, and you and I have kind of philosophized on the idea that maybe these apps are in cahoots with major retailers and all this stuff and the government to kind of force people into traffic or force them into certain places. And I totally still believe that, but I was kind of doubling down on it in my mind as I was cruising down streets. I know you never have Google take you down, but I know like instinctually like, Oh, I can take, you know, this road and it doesn't have a single stop sign the whole way. Right. And it's going to run alongside Federal, which Google will take everybody down, which is literally red lights every, you know, half a mile. You, you know, know what I learned my biggest problem in Chicago was? Google Maps, Waze, you know, it doesn't matter what app you use. They don't know you can drive on the bike lane. That's right. <laughs> Fuck those bikers, dude. <laughs> you put one Fuck of, those bikers. You put those metal bars on the front for the cows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they fly right <laughs> off, man. It's incredible. Dude, have you seen what they did to Lake Street? I have not, dude. No, I, Bro, I, not even in the area you're thinking, dude. I'm talking K-Town. All For right. those that don't know, it, it's alphabetical from downtown out. Oh, yeah. And you got, like, all the streets have K's. It's called K-Town. <laughs> it's one of the worst areas of Chicago. It is literally the west side of Chicago. For those of you who have heard of west and south side Chicago, all this right. is the west side. Very nice. And what did they do to fix this area? Well, instead of having one lane under the tracks and one lane outside the tracks, outside the tracks, they put this giant bike lane and then a parking lane. So now Lake, Sh- Lake Street is just one lane under the, <laughs> under, under the tracks. Yeah, I, I, have a, I take a side route along the highway, and there's a similar area, and everybody's lined up, and they're all turning right. Nobody's going straight. They're all turning right. And if this retarded bike lane wasn't there, it would be two lanes, a straight lane and a right turn lane, or a dual turn lane, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just waits for the first guy to make the call and go into the bike lane as the right <laughs> turn lane, and then everybody follows suit. It's beautiful. It just takes no, no, a long time. Ha- dude, everybody drives at the bike. You have to drive at the bike. Fuck the bike lane. We are literally in a place that has an open-air drug market. Like, yeah. while in this bike lane, at a red light, you can just open your window and get whatever drug you want. That's very you know convenient. I mean? like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a kind of a big fan. I kind of like that, man. I like it. Like, like, who the fuck is stroll is riding their bike with their girlfriend down this bike lane? Or whatever? Well, like, no, you just said The west side it. of Chicago you... needs a lot of things, not a fucking bike lane. Yeah, but you just said it right there. You, you described it to a T. You're there. You got your drugs. You're hanging out the corner right by the bike lane. What do you got? That disgusting nobody loser on his BMX bike rolling over the highway at 3.30 in the, in the afternoon. <laughs> He's cruising down the bike lane now to pick up his you know stash of weed or drugs or coke from you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like That's why they got the bike lanes. It's the lane for the guys to cruise on their dirty BMX. The, the 45-year-old on the BMX, right? The guy who hasn't showered in weeks. He's going to cruise down that bike line and just smoothly pick up that bag of crack. Dude, I'm not even joking. We were all at the red light, parked in the bike lane, like waiting to go, you know? Oh, yeah. And this this old white guy on a bike is literally going car to car to, like, yell at us through the window, right? <laughs> Very nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, literally, I literally rolled down my window, and he's like, you know, this is a bike lane. And I just said, I literally just said, all right, man, keep moving. <laughs> and then, 
literally the guy in front of me doesn't even listen to it. He just rolls out his window and says, fuck you, f and <laughs> rolls back <Ow>. out. <laughs> and he literally got cussed out by every person in his bike lane. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you're in the west side. Get the fuck out of here with your your little bicycle. The fuck out of here, dude. You're lucky they didn't steal the bike. Well, I was kind of thinking along the lines of the purposely directing traffic into certain areas as I was taking my known side route along a very busy road, and I was admiring all the nice houses on the road I was taking, and I thought, you know what? I think I know what's going on here. Google directs you away from the rich tax brackets. Do you know how I know it's true? Because uh, uh, Adam Carolla even did this whole thing where he was like, you know, if you're looking for a home, first thing you need to do is go there at around like 530 on a Tuesday to see if Waze or some app is pushing the people through your area yes. or through your block. Yes. So, so if you're, you got to be right, dude. If like, no, I'm telling you, I figured it out. Shit. I noticed it immediately. I'm cruising down the no, no single other f car in any direction, and I'm cruising on no stop signs. And I'm like, how come nobody takes this? You know what I'm saying? Like, this would be an easy ride, but meanwhile, yeah. a bunch, like a million idiots, are just stuck in traffic. Uh, you know, over here in Federal, and I'm looking around, like, you know, these houses way nicer than like three blocks that way yeah like it's pretty obvious you know? Oh, yeah, you know what really pisses me off dude we're leaving the shop today and the guy fucking goes yeah it looks like it's a an hour and 20 minutes home huh good thing i downloaded the episode of uh some fucking graphic novel oh well, this you, oh. And I, and i'm like i'm like no <laughs> that's why it's an hour to get home because yes. you and every other fucking asshole downloaded some show and you're watching it in the car you know what I mean? Absolutely. I can't get over it, man. I, I just, uh, I noticed it today. I had an idea about it, and I thought, all right, this is what's going on. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but I could be wrong. You know, I'm no genius when it comes to the traffic. But uh, let's see here. What did I have that I wanted to uh, drop your way I thought you would like? Where is it now? Oh, yeah. All right, so in Colorado here, and I think we got time for this. We do got a little time. We had some major news that didn't make it out to the general public. I'm assuming you didn't hear about it. It was a traffic stopper, if you will, up in the mountains. Uh, but <laughs> we were discussing the situation in Maine the other day, as everybody else was, but now I assume goldfish style, it's forgotten already. Uh, <laughs> I forgot Maine was a state Exactly man <laughs> So we had this situation in Maine And we were discussing how there must have been Some sort of uh, catch up on the wall Top of mind right Some sort of trigger that was sent out to the public And then a little Situation occurred here in Colorado That I found to be fascinating And I It, it kind of touched I think Dave Muir did 13 seconds on it but uh, And I don't have Dave But uh, I, I thought this was fascinating we are covering Colorado First Now on CBS News at 6 o'clock for you. Tonight, questions about what a heavily armed man was doing at a Colorado amusement park. He was found dead, armed with assault weapons and bombs. Moments ago, we learned that man's identity. The Garfield County coroner has identified him as 20-year-old Diego Barajas Medina of Carbondale. Scratch it from the headlines. Don't tell anybody about this one. Cut to the commercial. Any Pfizer. Any Pfizer. Just Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. She was at the Broncos game. The disturbing discovery happened Saturday morning at the Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park. Workers found Medina in the women's restroom. Law enforcement. Cut. Go to Taylor Swift. Go to Taylor. <laughs> it was not a man in the women's. Oh, my God. Believe he took his own life. Your reporter in the mountains, Spencer Wilson, has more about what he learned today in Glenwood Springs. It was a maintenance crew who found the young man dead in the restroom. Investigators tell us he was near a message that said, I am not a killer, I just wanted to get into the caves. So began an emergency closure and an incredibly methodical search of the park for anything else dangerous. The sheriff's office says the 20-year-old was found with two ghost guns, self-made assault weapons, oh, as well course. as fake hand oh, grenades yeah. and real pipe bombs. When I first saw this, it was definitely... I gotta tell you, this is my biggest problem with you millennials, or Gen Z, or whatever the fuck you guys are. I don't are. know. 
Dude, no follow through. You didn't even make it though. You just gave up halfway, and killed yourself. Well, so you and I are in different <laughs> levels here. No, well, I, I again, I'm trying. I'm going down. There's an MK Ultra message that has been transmitted throughout the public. We now have one mass shooting. We have another attempted mass shooting at an amusement park. And what gets me about it is I, it, the fake stuff involved, right? They found them with fake bombs and stuff. That almost makes it more seem like this was a stooge set up by the three-letter agencies to go and do this. And then he woke up from his MK Ultra trance and thought, like, well, I'm, what am I doing? And he just freaking shot himself. Uh... Like Oswald in the book, in the book place, in the, just yes, fucking just woke like, up. Yes, like holy shit. Oswald in the book depository, depository, or just anybody you know that is in the MK Ultra trance. They carry it out, right, and then they get taken mm. out by the law enforcement. But this guy, it seems like he was there. He was planted. He was ready to go. He was going to carry out this massacre, and he must have just woke up from it and decided I got to take myself out right now, and he did. And it, th- mm. to me, that's what this reeks of. Just because the dude in Maine who killed the 17 people or whatever was hearing voices and turned himself into the cops, and even like, this kid, they apparently knew nothing bad about him, and either way, he's got that funky Hispanic-sounding name, so you'll never hear about this on the mainstream <laughs> news channels. I <laughs> You know, on Dave Muir on World News Tonight, they do, like, this is the index, and they, like, breeze through, like, 10 different news items really quickly in 35 seconds. This was part of that index. So that's why they they didn't want anyone to know about this one. But this reeks to me as some sort of planned three-letter agency. We're going to stage a false flag uh, mass murder attack and the MK Ultra design. They didn't repeat ketchup on the wall enough. You know, they didn't say top of mind as many times as they had hoped Mm. or something. I'm just telling you. Or somebody accidentally, like, slipped up. You have mustard on your sneakers. Oh, you know, like some girl just like pointed it out. He was like, "But what?" Wow, <laughs> you're saying maybe like he was triggered accidentally and it was too early. Like they didn't mean for the because also it's cold as shit. Like he chose to do this on a weekend when it was 12 degrees outside and nobody was going to Adventureland to go hang out in the caves. I promise you. What are the caves? I don't know. I've really I've driven past this place many times. I know nothing, but it's for kids. So it was, it was designed to be like a Sandy Hook massacre, I can only assume. Or he was he must have been programmed to go there. But again, I think he was just triggered at the wrong time. This was probably supposed to happen like two months ago or maybe like in the springtime or something. Or he woke up too early. Like, you know, like Sandy Hook? Like, I think maybe that, well, I don't want to get sued. I no, think maybe like. We've crossed they, that bridge. <laughs> they bring a, they, you know, they bring you in all passed out. You know, dressed up and shit. You don't even know you're in a coma or what. You know, like they got you knocked out. Right. And they go kill everybody. You know, Sandy Hook, they talk about those guys running into the woods. Yes, I talk about it all the time. I watched it live when it happened. CNN legitimately followed two guys dressed in black and military clad stuff, and they were running through the forest. And yes, I you're on the same page as me. You're psycho. I totally believe that the dude probably woke up. That that explains the fake bombs and everything attached to him. And they were probably yeah. he was probably going to wake up in the midst of this chaos, and he would be pegged as the uh, he was the patsy. You just wake up in the bathroom with like four girls that are raped and dead. And you're like, what? <laughs> That's funny. By Hamas. <laughs> and I didn't, I, I didn't vote for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Or, you know, you wake up in the girl's bathroom and you're just, like, covered in makeup drinking a Bud Light. Like, oh, I'm Dylan Mulvaney? (laughs) First thing you do is check your dick. Is it still there? (laughs) All right, good. I don't care if I got... I don't care about the tits you gave me. As long as I got my dick. (laughs) In fact, I'm impressed. These are nice... Nice boobies, right? Well, as a uh, man who uh, mostly has sex with himself, this might actually help. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have Nancy Pelosi's guy do these? I appreciate it. <laughs> Spectacular. What a bounce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can tell. They look 14. <laughs> guy still got his touch. They've been lost. Them. <laughs>